0: This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew
1: Jacobs on Sports Radio 810 WHB. What I've done is help athletes be the best they can be. We work on giving you that winning edge, that mental edge that will help you realize your potential.
0: Dr. Jacobs has been in practice for over 30 years as a sports psychologist.
2: This is the first time I've ever listened to it. I'm on my way to church and I said, I got to pull over and talk. Right
0: now is your chance to call Dr. Jacobs for free help with any sports-related problem.
2: It's a wonderful form, and I, I was, it must be a radio for me every time I'm in the
1: Kansas City. This show is about you. It's about having fun, working hard, building self-confidence, having the right attitude, being a good teammate, being a good parent, and being a good cook.
0: Now, here's the sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Good morning, everyone.
1: I am sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and welcome to our show here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. I'm here every Sunday from 7, 8 a.m. And yes, it is 7, not 6, because Daylight Savings Time kicked in last night. So we're just after 7 o'clock this morning. And as always, look forward to spending the next hour with you as we talk about the mental side of sports on this show. I have been here at Sports Radio 810 WHB for the last 17 years. Been on the radio now for 27 straight years here in Kansas City. And love doing this show with you each week because we talk about you. We talk about attitudes and sportsmanship and mindsets and competing, winning and losing, success and failure. And along with my producer, Rudy Salazar, who is uh, wide awake and joining me as well this morning, we're here to get into some conversations with you. I've been a sports psychologist since 1981, my 37th year of work, and I've had the privilege to work with athletes at all levels of competition from Youth sports all the way up to the professional and Olympic level. Uh, If you'd like to check out, my website is winnersunlimited.com. And this show is a fun show to do because I like talking about the mind, how it works, how it affects you as an athlete, as a coach, as a fan. And today we're going to get into an interesting topic. Got a lot of interesting things going on in sports. Obviously, the NCAA tournament will start this week. All the college basketball tournaments are going on. I went to the KU West Virginia game with my son yesterday, and that was just a great basketball game. Yes, KU won, but it was a great basketball game. Both teams played great. Either team deserved to have won that game, and uh, it was just a lot of fun. It was a fun atmosphere and I'll tell you, I think this tournament here in Kansas City, it, it I don't know how it can relieve if, if it continues to be played the way it is. The Kansas City Organizing Committee and, and the way downtown gets everything set up, it really is a, a pleasure to see that. And it was just a great basketball game yesterday, no matter how you look at it. You know, when I do this show each week, I try to come up with topics that I think will be – interesting to talk about. And throughout the years I've been on the radio, there have been a lot of things we've talked about on this show. And everything's related to attitudes and mindsets and focus and sportsmanship. One of the things I thought we could get into today that I think is really a pertinent topic to sports is the mental health of athletes. You know, we, we have an issue in our society, as we all know, with mental health now. With the terrible shootings that are going on, especially in schools, and just all the the awful things that seem to be happening with young kids. And how we deal with mental health is a big part of that. So what is mental health? Well, it's, it's, it's who you are, it's what's inside you. And I have a saying, you can see a broken arm, but you can't see a broken psyche. It's hard when you have an athlete who is troubled, but doesn't show it, you can't see it. The symptoms will come out eventually. The behaviors will come out eventually, and you'll start to notice it. But it's very difficult when you have a troubled athlete who hides things. And the last few weeks I've heard several things about a lot of athletes who, quite frankly, have gotten away with stuff. They've gotten away with things because they're really good at what they do. You know, the NFL Combine is going on this week, and... We go back a few years ago, well it's a lot of years ago, when Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf were in that class. Bob Tratwine, who is a psychologist at William Jewell, worked for a lot of NFL teams doing psychological evaluations of players. He evaluated both of them, hands down told the Colts to draft Peyton Manning, not Ryan Leaf. He said, based on the personality evaluations I've done the interviews, Peyton Manning should be the guy you should draft. Well, obviously, the results speak for themselves. Peyton Manning went on to a great career with the Colts and the Broncos, and Ryan Leaf ended up in jail. Now, did he predict he'd end up in jail? No, he didn't predict that, but he predicted he was going to have problems based on his personality. And I think if we look at athletes and coaches today, I think it all starts at younger ages. And I think, you know, let's face it, we're reflections of three things. We're reflections of our genetics, which we can't change. We're reflections of the environment that we grow up in, the people who surround us, and the choices we make. And the combination of those three things oftentimes can end up troublesome, can end up tremendous. I hear stories all the time here in town about athletes, high school athletes who will do things to break the rules but they're the best athlete on their team so they get away with it. I know of a high school basketball player, very prominent high school basketball player a few years ago here in town, who did not have one, he did not have two, he had three DUIs his senior year. The school policy at this school was if you get caught drinking let alone have a DUI, you get caught drinking, you're automatically suspended for a week from practices and competitions. He wasn't caught drinking. He was caught three times with DUIs. Guess what? He never missed a game. Why? Well, he was a really good basketball player. He went on to get a scholarship, was kicked off his team his freshman year for behavior, went somewhere else, played a year there, and was kicked off that team. Yesterday I heard a story of a high school basketball player who's a very successful high school basketball player will be getting a scholarship to play. He's been found three times robbing stores on videos. The individual who stores were robbed has identified him and she's gotten a lot of grief from people saying you're going to destroy his career if you have him arrested. And her response is, well, what about the $5,000 of merchandise he stole from me? And people are saying, listen, you could ruin his career. So what do we do here? I think you have to set standards, I think you have to set rules, and they, they, Just because someone is an athlete doesn't mean they should get away with something. And quite frankly, a lot of athletes who go on to make it to the professional level who don't get confronted when they're younger pertaining to their issues or problems are allowed to get by because they're very talented physically and can be charming are going to end up getting in trouble eventually. So I want to get your thoughts on this. I know it's sort of a controversial topic from one perspective. But at the same time, I think it's something we need to talk about. Our number here is 913-3810-810. I'd like to hear from you if you're a coach. I'd like to hear from you if you're an administrator. I want to hear from you if you're a, an athlete. What do we do? What do you do? When you have an athlete on your team who is a really good athlete, maybe the, the best player on the team, are they allowed to get away with things because they're really good? Has that happened before on a team you've competed on? If you're a coach and you have an ath- your star athlete does something they shouldn't do, they break the rules, does it matter to you that they're the star athlete? Or do you treat everybody the same? Our number is 913-3810-810. I'd like to hear from you and get your thoughts. I want to find out what you think. Because I hear these stories more and more now from people about how so many really good athletes get preferential treatment because they're really good athletes. Well, Ego, personality, mentality, the psychology of an athlete, the personality of an individual is who they really are. And having worked with professional athletes, collegiate athletes, Olympic athletes, I've been around many, many great people And I mean great people. They're great athletes, but also great people. They're grounded. They're balanced. They understand success and failure. Now, I've been around professional athletes when I was the royal psychologist, especially. And I've seen how they get hounded everywhere they go. Back in 1990, I remember vividly going out to dinner with George Brett, Bo Jackson, and, you know, You're sitting there at a restaurant. I mean, we've got to eat straight at a restaurant, and it's nonstop people coming up for autographs or wanting to take pictures. So I see how a lot of these guys get frustrated. They want to eat, too. They want to go out, relax, and it isn't easy. So they have to learn how to deal with that. All right, our number is 913 I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8 a.m. A topic that I think is an important one, the mentality of athletes, the psyche of athletes, are athletes who are really good treated differently than everybody else? And do those athletes end up getting preferential treatment and then consequently... Get away with things they shouldn't because they're good. And does it come back to get them later? All right, we're going to go to commercial break here. Let's get some calls. I want to see what you have to say. If you're a coach, if you've had an athlete on your team who maybe is the best athlete on the team but skirts the rules, how do you handle that? Do you handle it differently than the other guys or girls? Do the rules apply to everybody? Have you been on a team before where everything didn't apply to everyone and certain athletes got preferential treatment? Our number is 913-3810-810. want to hear from you if you're a coach, if you're an athlete, if you're an administrator. How do you deal with that situation? 913-3810-810 is the number. I'm sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. We're on the leader in sports, Sports Radio 10, WHB. Good morning everyone, I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, I'm the leader in sports, Sports Radio at 10 WHB, and Daylight Savings Time did kick in last night, so we are not on early, it is about 7.20 in the morning, and I'm here every Sunday from 7, 8 a.m. here on the Sports Psychology Hour. I look forward to doing the show with you each week as we talked about the beginning of the show, and today my topic is this, the mental health of athletes. Do we treat athletes differently than everybody else because they are very good physical specimens because they're good at their sport? No one's called up yet, so let's get some calls in here. You know, I like to get a discussion going. It's always slow at the beginning of the show and it always picks up at the end. Our number is 913-3810-810. Have you coached a team before? Where you had a really good athlete who skirted the rules. How did you handle that? How did you deal with that as a coach? 913 3810810. You need that athlete on your team to do well, but maybe they do some things against the team rules. Do you sit them down? Do you let them play? How do you handle it? As I said earlier, you can have a broken arm and see it, but you can't see a broken psyche. And I have a saying, you can have two athletes who are physically the same, but the one with the stronger mind will be the one who will come out on top. I've said that for years. I believe that truly. And I think it has a huge impact on what goes on in the sports field. All right. Let's get some calls in here. Let's get a discussion going. Have you played on a team before, where you had a teammate who broke the rules, but because they were really good, the coach let them play? They didn't get disciplined. They didn't get in trouble. is the number. Or were you the athlete who maybe did stuff you shouldn't have done, got away with it, and then got caught later on? You know, a team is a group of people playing together to try to accomplish a goal. Everybody has a role. But the rules, do they apply to everybody or do they not? You know, we have an issue in our society today with mental health. We have a problem today as a psychologist, something I'm very much in touch with, with the way people act, the way people respond to pressure and stress how they handle themselves. And it's becoming more pronounced. We're seeing it more and more now on social media, on TV, with all the terrible things that have gone on with the school shootings and everything else. And we're becoming more aware now of the importance of mental health. And just because someone is a great athlete doesn't always mean they're a great person. You can certainly be both. And a lot of pe- most people are, but a lot of people have issues. They're troubled, they're depressed, they're stressed, they're anxious. They come from homes where they didn't have a solid support system, but somehow because they're physically talented and good at football, basketball, baseball, soccer, doesn't matter what the sport, they're able to compete and play. Stress affects us all differently. It affects me, it affects my producer, Rudy, it affects those of you listening. How do you handle that? It says a large part about you and life. All right, let's get some calls in here. I know it's early, I know it's Daylight Savings Time kicking in, so everybody may still be sleeping because it is very early, but our number, as always, is 913 810 I want to hear from you. If you are an athlete... Have you ever had a teammate who got away with stuff because he or she was really good? How did that make you feel? How did the team handle that? How did the coach handle that? If you're a coach and you have had an athlete on your team who was really, really good and broke the rules or maybe didn't behave right, did you discipline them? Or were you scared to discipline them because the team wouldn't win if they're gone? Let's see if we get some coaches call up about this issue because I hear it all the time. I hear it all the time in my practice about athletes who have broken rules but because they're good get to play. They may break the law and get caught and still get to play. We need them. We're not going to win without them. How do you handle that as a teammate? What if you have a, a, a player on your team, girl or guy on your team, who breaks the rules, but still gets to play? What about with high school athletes who drink? Get caught drinking... Breaking the school rules, they still get to play. How do you deal with that as a teammate? How do you handle that situation? Because it can't be a lot of fun. All right, our number here i I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every Sunday from 7 to 8. Rudy, let me get your opinion on this. You've been around sports a long time. You've seen these things happen. When you played sports growing up, did anything like that ever happen with you? So,
0: I had a couple teammates get DUIs, but they were both suspended, I think, eight games, eight or nine games, which was the... is that basketball? Yeah, yeah, which was the, like, mandatory, I think is what they said, and it's like that was the minimum amount that they had to, so, like, for me, I, I never had the, um, you know, kid do something wrong and still get a play, like, the closest would have been missing practice or, like, missing some school, but... Um, but nothing, like, to a, a severe amount. Like, it, rules are you're supposed to if you if you have a game that day or if you want to practice, you have to be in school for at least half a day, and it's supposed to be the last half of the day. But, I, like, I know of times where a student may miss the last half of the day for whatever reason and then still show up and practice or play, and, like, coach just, you know, was fine with that. Like, wouldn't say anything, even though the rules, like, that was a school rule. Like, that's what you're supposed to do.
1: But that, well, that was might be the that might thing. be a doctor's appointment or something like that, for example.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that that was typically the biggest, the biggest thing. I, I and mean, again, I, I went to a small school. Sports weren't like I think we, our school had only won one state championship in any sport ever. So like, they were pop, like sports were popular. Everybody played, but it wasn't. Sports were not the end all, be all.
1: where I grew up. This problem. And you've heard about it before. It happens a lot. And then you see guys get in trouble later on in their life. And so I think it's something we need to talk about because I think it is something that goes on a lot and people ignore it. And, you know, I've talked about on this show before, the great Derek Thomas died, unfortunately. Just a super guy. I met him several times. Friendly guy. You know, but Derek had, I think it was eight eight kids with eight different women, something like that. And he was driving to go to the KCI to with a, with his best friend, speeding down 435 on a nice snowstorm, going well over the speed limit, hit some black ice, flipped over several times. His friend was thrown out, crushed by the car, and Derek became paralyzed and then ended up dying from a blood clot. Wasn't wearing a seatbelt, late for the flight. But what I found out from many people later, well, that was Derek. He was always running late. He was always doing things, but got by with it because he was Derek. And he was friendly and he was outgoing. But I heard from several Chiefs players who worked with me that the rules didn't apply to him. So you have to wonder, with stuff like that, how much of that then gets to the point where you start to think you can do anything because you are good at what you do. All right, our number is 913-3810-810. I'm sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Let's get some calls in here. Let's get a discussion going. Have you ever been on a team with an athlete who got preferential treatment because they were really good? Have you been on a team before where you've had a teammate who broke the rules but still got to play because they were really good? How did you as a teammate feel about that How did that affect the team? 913-3810-810 is the number. If you are a school administrator, I know a lot of coaches and administrators listen to this show. I hear it every week. What do you do when you're confronted with your star athlete who does something against the rules, maybe something illegal? And there's pressure to not suspend them because they're really good. How have you dealt with that as an administrator or a coach? 913-3810-810's the number. You know, when we look at athletes and we watch them play, when they get a sprain or an injury, you can see it. A physical injury, you can see it. You can see it because they can't walk, their arms ha- hanging, they're hurt. When they have a mental injury, you can't see it. Maybe you'll see a facial expression, but you can see it in their behavior. You can see it in how they act. You can see it in what they do. And it's something I think we need to confront more and deal with better as coaches, teammates. You know, I... As a sports psychologist, I feel now more so than ever that just like you have a physical trainer on every team, you need to have a mental health expert on every team at the collegiate and professional level especially. You know, most people who play professional sports are great people. They're not people with problems. They're people that live their life just like everybody else. They just have to be good athletes. But they're always a group of people on every team. There's always a few individuals on every team who have issues, maybe a relationship issue, maybe a confidence issue, maybe a self-esteem issue, maybe a communication issue, and having someone to talk to to work through that stuff is important. And as I watch the news every day and read every day and observe people every day, and as I get older, now that I'm 63, and I've been doing this for 37 years, More so than ever, I think every professional team should definitely have a sports psychologist or mental health professional on staff with each team. I think every college, major college, should have a mental health professional available to work with their athletes, especially at the collegiate level because you have so many athletes from so many diverse backgrounds that come into play. I know when I work with teams, you know, I've worked with athletes from over 15 countries on professional teams. Back in the 80s when I worked with the Kansas City Comets, we had, my God, we had about eight different countries on, on the team, athletes from different countries on the team. And everybody comes from a different background. Everybody gets there in a different route. And we're all reflections of the way we're raised, the environment we're in now, our genetics, our genetics. And the people who surround us. And oftentimes you hear the stories of really good athletes at the collegiate or professional level who are surrounded, especially at the professional level, by suspect characters, people who are there because they're getting something from those guys. They're either there for the notoriety, they're there because they're hangers on, whatever it might be. And so I think teaching people how to make good decisions is such an important component of this. All right, as I said, our number is 913-3810-810. No one's called in yet. It's Daylight Savings Time. Hopefully people are up listening. Every year when I do this show on Daylight Savings Time, it's a slow show, car-wise, simply because of the the fact that everybody's still tired and asleep. But I'm here, my producer Rudy's here, So let's see if we can get some calls in. 913-3810-810 is the number. Have you been on a team? Have you played on a team before where you had a teammate who got preferential treatment because he or she was really good, but they also broke the rules and got away with it? 913-3810-810. How did that make you feel if you did everything right and they didn't, but they still got to play? As a coach... When you have a, an athlete on your team who, and we'll, we'll just describe them as troubled or difficult, or someone who doesn't always follow the rules, what do you do? But they're the best player on the team. You need them to win. There's pressure on you to keep your job to win. How do you handle that? You know, the word integrity isn't talked about a lot. But to me, great coaches, male or female, are individuals with great integrity. There are people who are able to make decisions. There are people who aren't afraid to suspend their star player who breaks the rules. Because the rules are here and they apply to everybody. You know, Michael Jordan got cut from his eighth grade team. Either that guy was pretty dumb or he was pretty smart. I think he was pretty smart. He broke the rules, wasn't doing things the right way. He cut him. That has been talked about a lot, and my guess is that probably had a huge impact on his life. Because let's face it, he is maybe the greatest basketball player ever, but he had to deal with getting cut. Failure, screwing up mistakes, pressure, stress, negativity are things we all can learn from. I've had to deal with it in my life. You've had to deal with it in yours. What do you learn from it? How do you grow from it? How do you get better? All right, our number is 913-3810-810. I want to hear from you if you're a coach want to hear from you if you're an athlete. Anyway, no one's called up yet today. Let's see if we can get some calls in here. This is the topic I think is important. And I think it's one we need to address. But, you know, let's face it. Most people don't want to confront problems. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with it. Leave me alone. No, no, I don't want to get into that. It's easier to avoid than to confront. All right, our number is 913 810 If you're a coach... And you've had an athlete on your team who's had issues, how do you deal with it? If they've broken the rules, do you suspend them or not? 913 3810 810. If you are a teammate of someone on a team who is maybe the best player on the team, have you found they get away with things because they're the best player? How does that make you feel? How does it make your teammates feel? Once again, our number is 913 I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Give me a call and let's talk. We're on the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. Good morning, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and we're on the leader in sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. As you know, I'm here every Sunday from 7 8 a.m. talking about the mental side of sports. And today I've been discussing with my producer, Rudy Salazar, because no one's called in yet, this whole issue of mental health and athletes. Are athletes given preferential treatment oftentimes because? They're athletes. And do the star athletes on teams oftentimes get preferential treatment on a team because they're the best player? Do they get to get away with things because they're better than everybody else physically? I made the statement earlier. You can have two athletes, one with a broken arm and one with a broken psyche. You can see the broken arm. You can't see the broken psyche. But really you can. Start to see the broken psyche by their behavior. By their personality. By their demeanor. By their attitude. By the way they act. And I'm here every Sunday from 7, 8 a.m. Try to bring up a topic that I think is worthy of discussion. And I bring this up because I've had several people the last couple weeks in my office who've shared things with me. And yesterday... A coach talked to me about a star high school athlete, basketball player, who has stolen stuff from her store three times. It's been on video. And she's gotten grief from the community because this person is somebody who's got a future playing basketball. She wants him arrested. Well, she told me yesterday he stole $5,000 of stuff from her store. And she's gotten grief from the community about it because she's going to ruin his career. She's not going to ruin his career. She may save his career. And it, it, it's unbelievable that people want her to drop charges against him and not do anything because he's a good basketball player. He stole stuff from her. She has a business. Why would you not want him disciplined just because he's a good basketball player? What's that gonna teach him? I can get away with it now, I'll get away with it later. May not be five thousand dollars the next time it may be twenty. All right, our number here's nine one three three eight ten eight ten. No one has called in yet this morning. I'd like to get some calls here and see what you think. Have you been on a team before where you've had a teammate who was the star player but got preferential treatment or maybe broke the rules and got away with breaking the rules because they were the star player. I don't care if it's a male or female. I don't care what the sport is. I don't care if it's at youth, high school, college, professional, whatever level. Has that happened before? And how does that make you feel as a teammate when there's somebody that gets away with stuff? Our number is 913-3810-810. If you are a coach or you're an administrator and you have an athlete who breaks the rules, does it matter who they are? Do you suspend them or do you let them play? 913-3810-810 is the number. I'd like to hear from you get your thoughts. This happens a lot more commonly than we think. You know, mental health is in the news now almost every day. The issue of mental health, the issue of the mental health of people. And I feel very, very strongly that it's something we need to do a better job of monitoring, evaluating, and dealing with. I said earlier in the show, I feel every major college, should have a sports psychologist on staff or a mental health professional on staff. Every major professional team should have a sports psychologist on staff. And I'm gonna give you a great example. I was consulting with a college team, a women's college team, which I've consulted with for the last three years. The coach was paying me out of money that the team raised on their own. The athletic director at the school told the coach they can't do it anymore because it's a waste of money. All right? Never met me, never talked to me, said it's a waste of money dealing with mindsets. He's backwards. And that guy needs some education. All right, the number. We have our first caller of the day. Mike, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. How are you?
2: Hey, I'm good. Thank you.
1: Get your thoughts, sir.
2: Well, um, back in the 70s, uh, this kid, he was the top 10 cross-country runner in the country in a college. And um, he, he went to a, a, a little convenience store down the road and stole some candy bars. They kicked him off the team. <laughs> he threw it all away for a couple candy bars. It was just amazing.
1: Well, let me ask you a question. They kicked him off the team, or they suspended him.
2: Uh, I believe they suspended him. All for, right, for time being, till it, till it calmed down. I think. All
1: right. Well, he broke. He stole something. I mean, right, right. Okay. So should he have? Should they have said, "Oh, come on, it's no big deal"? Or should I mean, kicking him off the team for that is a little extreme. If that's yeah. the first time he's ever done anything, suspending him is one thing. I mean, look. He stole something he was wrong I don't care if it's a candy bar or if it's ten thousand dollars he stole something right it, it, and if he, if he's allowed to continue to run because he stole something well it's just a candy bar don't worry about it then you know I think you're you're dealing with a problem there he he broke the law he broke the law okay Right. so exactly. suspending suspending him his rights kicking him off the team I wouldn't agree with right. that's especially that's the first thing he's done but here's the deal and I think you're bringing up an excellent point. All right, you said he was kicked off the team, but now well, you're saying I, you think I he was think suspended.
2: I think he was because I remember I was really shocked by it. So I, that's probably what happened. But okay,
1: have... so, so let me. Ask, was he offered any counseling? Why did you do this? What's going on? Why'd you need to do that?
2: No, he wasn't. He was. He was just. He did it, and boom, the axe dropped, and it was. <laughs> we were shocked. That, uh, everybody on the football team just couldn't believe it, and you know, the other guy was. Extremely talented, and what happened and, to him? Um, I think he uh, lost his scholarship too.
1: And so, did he run? Did he run after that, or was that the end of him? That, as far I think as that was the end of it. Okay. See, here's my point. You do something you shouldn't do. Maybe All it's right. the first time you've ever done it, and you get kicked off. Are you given any help? Are you given any assistance? Why did you do it? What was the reason? See, my point is this. When someone does something against the rules, just kicking them off, I don't agree. Now, if you're, you're doing something illegal, you got to deal with that. Okay, he stole a candy bar. That's not the same as stealing a TV, but you know what? Stealing a candy bar could have led to stealing more stuff. Right. And then down the road. So should he have been suspended for that? Yeah, I would agree with that. But maybe he's suspended for for the next race, and forced to get some counseling, have a meeting with the coach, with his parents, and discuss what was going on, and then some things have to happen where he has to be disciplined.
2: Right, I see.
1: Do you see what I'm getting at here?
2: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: So that's the well, problem. You know, it's, but but when you let guys get away with stuff when they break the rules, where do you think that takes you?
2: It gets worse.
1: Well, that's why I'm bringing this up. Listen, thank you for calling up. I appreciate it. First call thank of the you morning. Are. You have a good day. All right, 913-3810-810 is the number. If you're a coach, I'd like to hear from a coach before this show's over with. Have you ever had an athlete who broke the rules, maybe the star athlete of the team, and you had to discipline him or her? Did you do it? Or did you not? 913-3810-810 is the number. I'd like to hear from a coach. I want to hear from an administrator. When you have had somebody on your team who breaks the team rules, do you have the, the guts, the response? do you take the responsibility to suspend them? But here's the thing. As I just talked with Mike, do you suspend them and you kick them off? Do you get them some help? Do you try to help them figure out why did you do that? Do you try to help them understand what is it that caused you to do this? See, to me, that's the other side of this. When you've got an athlete who has a future ahead of him or her with their sport and they do something against the rules, you just kick them off, you don't help them. What good is that? Is that really helping that young person out? No. I've been working as a sports psychologist for 37 years. I've been lucky enough to work with some great people. I've been lucky enough to work with some people who understand what I'm talking about. You know, Ewan Kaufman hired me in 1989-90 to work with the Royals because he had a vision. He saw the importance of... I sat down with Mr. K several times and I treasure those conversations because I remember them very vividly. And I remember one where he told me something that has, I have shared on this show. He said, young man, I never met a man on his deathbed who wished he'd worked another day. They all told me they wished they'd spent more time with their families and that is Stuck in my head for years. It was 28 years ago he told me that. And what it means is deal with your emotions, deal with your feelings. Yeah, money's great, making money's great, all that. But in the end, it's about who you are. Athletes are people. We put them on pedestals, we elevate them to high levels because they are physically gifted. But that does not mean that they are psychologically gifted. They need help just like everybody else. And when they do things that they shouldn't do, it's important for that to be dealt with. You know, this past season, the Chiefs suspended Marcus Peters after his behavior against the Jets. Where he lost control, took the penalty flag, threw it in the stands. You know, was that the right thing to do? Yeah, it probably was. Now I don't know if they got him any help or not. If they had him talk to anybody, obviously. Now they traded him. Great, great player, but obviously personality-wise, has some issues. Was kicked off his team in college. They took a chance when they drafted him. They knew that. We don't know the behind-the-scenes things that gone on there, or that go on with sports teams. But obviously there were things that they saw that they decided it was time to move on. See, people like that, in my opinion, could benefit from counseling and help. Of course, a lot of times those people are the the ones that will refuse to get it. But the bottom line is, and you've heard it over the years, Rudy, what was it, Ron Artest, right? Ron Artest played. What what was his uh, nickname with the Lakers, remember? Met a, meta, meta world, world peace. And that's actually just his actual name now. Right. Yeah. But he went, he got, he talked a long time during his career about after he got in trouble, got in some fights, he got some counseling, he realized the benefit and how he needed it for years. I'm sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm here every Sunday from seven to eight. I hope you've enjoyed the conversation this morning. You know, we just got one call. I think this is a show hopefully you can get some people to listen to. Our shows are all podcasted here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. They're podcasted on my website, which is winnersunlimited.com. Next week, I'll be on a show on the Oxygen channel. I'll be on a panel discussion talking about Aaron Hernandez. And I'll let you know next week it'll be on my website. It'll be on my Twitter account, so you can watch it be an interesting conversation this week i'll be having on on this panel to discuss his behavior and what happened with him as you know i'm here every sunday from 7 8 a.m if you want to listen to the show on a podcast you can hear here at sports radio 10 whb go to my website winnersunlimited.com, click on the podcast also check out my website on my products page we've just put on my cds the visualization programs are all av- available on digital downloads and get our book there as well if you want to reach me, follow me on Twitter at, at DRJ sports Psych at P S Y C H. or give me a call at my office at 816-561-5556. I'm a sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Sunday here in the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB.